Shadow of the Bat Part Two. What's happening, everybody? What's happening, Scott? Say something. Are you about to say something? I, I was about to say something, but then your voice was so intimidating. I, I, I know, right? I really took it down like a, a bit right there. Right there. <laughs> I'm really into that. Anytime I hear like part do, I'm like, I don't know. I just say it like that. But anyways, guys, hey, what's happening? Welcome to Batman the Fanimated Stream. I'm, of course, the host, uh, Mr. Uh, Film Junkie Dave. And uh, with me as always, Mr. Mr. Scott McClellan. Man, I don't know what's happening. Mr. Mr. Right. Hey, hey, Mr. Mr. Hey, Mr. Hey, Mr. And uh, welcome to uh, part two of Shadow and the Bat. And uh, we were just like briefly joking about this beforehand. But if you actually saw my my tweet about this, when I was setting everything up, I went, holy shit. Okay, so when we talked about the Harley and Ivy episode, that was the week of, that was the week of, of course, Harley Quinn season three, which of course, Har Harley and Ivy are very much, uh, they're close now. Yeah, they're a mm -hmm. couple. And we were like, oh, that's just the, the, the foundation, the origin story of all that, because, you know, yeah. And and then all of a sudden we, we, we talk about the, our debut of Batgirl. And then what happens uh, a couple few days later, <laughs> all this Batgirl crazy madness that's been happening. It's just I just realized that as I was like typing out the tweet, I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, we talked about the first time, and that was before we heard about the cancellation of the movie and all this stuff. And I was like, wow. What crazy timing when it can't when it comes to this? It was it's like, not our fault. It's not it's our not fault. Not I was just about fault. to say, I was just about to say that. I'm like, <laughs> we didn't do it. I swear. We didn't put that bad juju out there. I swear to God. And uh, I mean, before we get started, and 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 obviously, you know, since it's part of uh you're gonna be part of the conversation, and uh, since you weren't on the vodka stream, what were your thoughts when you were reading about the cancellation of the movie? Well, I was I was telling you, I, I was I was pretty sick this week. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and I started to go downhill on tuesday the day that the day that you know uh the news dropped like the like, conscience scott just kidding no no <laughs> it's more it's more like the land of the king or one so it's like <laughs> the land is sick so the king is sick uh but no i was just like you're you're, you're kidding me like yeah like i even i like the one tweet i put out there was this doesn't make sense to me <laughs> yeah but that's the reason, you know, I didn't jump on and start pontificating because, like, you just waited, like, three, four hours, and we got that tax write-off story, mm -hmm. and suddenly... Things, it started... From a business aspect, a it business started making... aspect, right. It's like, how do you set $90 million on fire? Like, that yeah. was the question <laughs> I didn't know. And I went, oh, that's how you do it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. I didn't believe it at first, especially because the first uh, post was New York Post. And I'm like, ah, it's the New York Post. I wouldn't give them the credibility of uh, being like somebody who's going to uncover this. But then all of a sudden it just started making the trades. And it was like a weird talk about a weird day. Talk about a weird day. And then, of course, when I did Film Junkie Live, everybody was like, you know, views were like up because everybody's going. Oh, no, I fuck? saw your view yeah. numbers. And it was, yeah, it was, it was insane, which is like, you know, that's cool. But at the same time, it's like, what the fuck's going on? Hey, Ryan, hey, uh, rerum. And then we got a pretty fly for a Filipino guy. Tony movie, chappy D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. Just got uh, the Batman the animated series on Blu-ray. Very excited to binge. Yes, dude. Oh, nice. Physical media. No Physical problem. media. Now, what we've one of the things that we've learned even this week because of this whole tax write-up thing where a, a movie or a series could probably just go away and never be, you know, be shelved into the warehouse that we see at the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Apparently it's like, yeah, get that physical media. If you can really do, because sometimes you never know with like streaming services, it goes away. You now, know, what I was interested about that is that 
those movies were, and I haven't gone and double checked, those movies had become available to purchase digitally. Okay, so they did. Okay, purchase. Good. Good. So yeah, the six, now, the six original movies, right? The six original movies, right? So they were. So it was one of those situations where people were were treating it like they had just completely like poof disappeared. Those had already become available in the past few weeks for digital purchase. So it might be one of those cases where the movies haven't been completely erased from existence. Okay, good. They've just been removed from the service. Now, if you want to watch them, you got to go and actually buy them digitally. You can't just, you know, watch them as part of your HBO Max subscription. Okay, makes but sense. But yes. But physical I mean, media is always good. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, obviously, yes. Uh, we know. Yeah, yeah. Scott, you know, he's got the physical meat all around him. What's going on, Mister Fear Jason? Good to see you. We also got Cat here. Good to see you too. Hey, we got Austin Smith right here. Always good to see you guys. All right, let's talk a little bit about Batgirl. But yeah, we thought we'd briefly talk about it since you know you didn't get a chance to talk about it on the vodka stream. Which I'm just I'm I yeah people have been even as stuff came up like with the investors calling everything and people were, were like. Well, do you see it's part of this planet? And I'm at this point that I'm just like, I'm sorry, words. All I'm hearing <laughs> are words. Yeah. They can say this is part of a strategy. They can say that they've got this plant. Bull. I'll believe it when it actually happens and I actually watch it on screen. That's yeah. where I am right now. So yeah. people who are trying to justify or, or treat the cancellation of Batgirl like it's a good thing. I'm not there. No. Because it's because even if it works out great for the strategy, which once again, prove it to me, actually do the plan. Don't just say you're going to do it. I don't trust you. I have I have no reason to trust anybody at this point. It still sucks for the cast and crew. It does. It's, it sucks for them. Yeah, one of the biggest gripes that I was like when I saw people celebrating it and I'm like, hey, uh, we're part of this fandom that was trying to get a movie back and still trying to get another movie back. And you're celebrating a cancellation of another movie. I mean, I'm like, hey, have we lost uh, have we lost the foundation of what we were trying to do here, accomplish here. I mean, that was one thing that I was like not liking, you know, seeing. But of course, it was something that they didn't like. It was just there was a lot of that where that was coming around uh, that I was seeing a lot of. And I was like, no, 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 don't don't do that, because that's going to backfire. They're going to start looking at. Oh, yeah. Look at the Snyder fandom again. They're acting like this, acting like this. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't don't wish for this to happen to anybody. I mean, to to take like two hours of your life to try to make something. And then all of a sudden it just goes up, oh, nope, not going to get released. Sorry. I mean, I mean, at least they're not going to be doing the thing of like, hey, let's bring in something and let's try to salvage this and rechange this, rechange that. Uh, I mean, it's kind of interesting that they were just like, nah, just shelve the damn thing. And I was even saying this. I wanted to get your opinion on this, Scott, when it came to um, when it came to uh, Batgirl and 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 the old regime. I mean, obviously, there's a lot to blame with the old regime. Oh, yes. Media. I mean, a lot of it. I mean, yeah, we can get pissed off about the new regime. But at the same time, they're, they are so they ha, they are trying to scrub the the mess that these uh, that the old regime has made. And Batgirl was supposed to fit specifically in a tight spot. Yes. Because, yeah, during the, uh, you know, we had Flash that was going to come out in November and then Batgirl was going to come out directly after that on HBO Max. And that was going to explain why Michael Keaton was there and why J.K. Simmons is there. It was going to explain all that. But then when that got messed up, and it's also a Christmas movie too, so it was perfectly going to be placed on HBO Max 
in December. But with the whole rearranging of things, it just effed all that up. And now they were like, when people were watching it, test screeners were like, why is Michael Keaton here? Why is it taking place during Christmas? What is, you know, there's just like a lot of things that were probably like, is this going to be released in Christmas time? We didn't know. And if they're going to push it in like July, I mean, again, I mean, that's what Shazam, you know, Shazam is a Christmas movie and they released it, you know, in April. in April. And it was just like that affects it because if you have this theme that is, you know, this time period that you're, within your movie you better release it around that time period so i think that had some stuff to do with it there's just yeah so what are your thoughts on that do you think like that was probably like a, a big part of this whole thing I, I i just think batgirl is a victim of that they didn't like what it was doing they didn't support whatever that plant basically it's collateral damage I really believe it's collateral damage of this is this the old regime's plan. New regime came in and went F that plan. And when they said F that plan, well, Batgirl is so integral to that plan. It, it just couldn't remain. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I think the so once again, thing- I get, I get the cold, hard reality of it. That yeah. still doesn't mean to me that it doesn't, suck on some level for everyone involved yeah yeah that's the thing and i mean for the most part they're doing a good job of being like hey they're being graceful and they're all you know even uh well you know no pun intended but leslie grace has been on her sweetheart she's been a sweetheart about it but you better believe it devastated her for sure um i mean as much as you could put out there publicly you better believe that there's a lot of like you know there's some devastation when it comes to this and uh, yeah, it's just, and I think, you know, it's just kind of funny because I'm kind of wondering when it comes to the directors, obviously they posted that Michael Keaton behind the scenes shot where they were, you know, he was directing Michael Keaton and Leslie Grace. And he just kind of makes you wonder, like, are they going to go rogue and start posting a bunch of stuff? He posted a, a an email from Kevin Feige, which that almost was like a statement like, yeah, Kevin Feige reached out to us and, you know, gave gave his, uh, you know, like, hey, his support and everything like that. Fuck you, Warner Brothers. It was almost like an F you like. Oh, yeah, it, did. it felt yeah. that way to me. I, I will yeah. Say yeah, I was like, damn, he just threw out a screenshot of that email and was like, that was definitely a message. Definitely a message. But, you know, we'll see what happens if this text write-up thing. I mean, of course, that's going to maybe kill any kind of campaigning, but there is campaigns happening, which will probably be discussed in the coming weeks. I know, like, um, there was something with the city of Glasgow that just were campaigning to release the movie, and other people have tried, started a hashtag and whatnot. We'll see if it gathers steam, if anything's going to even come of it. And, you know, I had the theory that maybe they were playing 4D chess, and it's like, hey, how can we market this? you know, where we get some support and Hey, just say it's canceled. Then people go like, Oh, we want it. And then all of a sudden they're like, all right, let's do it. That was like a theory that I have. I'm, you know, obviously I'm just spitballing when I said that, but at the same time, I'm like, we are living in this world where social media needs to be utilized to its max because that's a big thing. Um, Marvel studios seems like they have a look on it, especially when it comes to uh, YouTubers and whatnot, because you know we've talked about this too. I talked about this. We talked about this on the uh, Vodka stream, even last night on the Patreon stream. Is the fact that when when anytime I do a a trailer reaction for a Marvel movie, never get a never get a ding, never get a copyright thing, where I get an email and I have to dispute it and stuff like that. Always get it for Warner Brothers. Get it for other studios. It's like you guys got to realize it's free marketing. It's really mm-hmm. free. There's a lot of free marketing that 
they have out there. And I'm really hoping that Zaz and the and the uh, and the new regime really realizes that hey, there's a lot of things that we could utilize for free when it comes to this. That's why I was going, is he playing 4D chess? And he's like trying to get people to get hyped up where they make campaigns and it's trending a lot and then re-release it or something like that after the whole Snyder cut thing. I was kind of, I was hoping for it, but then when they started saying the tax rod, I think I'm like, well, maybe not. Yep. I might've been wrong on that one. Might've been wrong on that one, but I was hoping at least where I was like, wouldn't that be sweet if they were doing that? But we'll see. We'll see. But anyways, we're talking about the conclusion of uh, the debut of Batgirl, which uh, the last shot of the episode uh, last week was her, of course, in her new garb, the new, uh, you know, the the Batgirl's new clothes right here, which, of course, we were like, cool. Yes, yes. I like it. Uh, this episode overall, I feel like we talked about this definitely with Heart of Steel Part 2. Um, I and, and, oh, I think even with Feet of Clay, uh, once again, the the Batman the Animated Series two part structure yeah. seems to be part one. You get a lot of story and a slow burn building up to the story, and then in part two, all the action, <laughs> all the all the action <laughs> happens in part two, almost to the point that there's not that much story. I mean. I practically took no notes really for part. I, I mean, it's very few. It's a fraction compared to the notes that I took for part one, yeah. because there's so much less story going on in part two. And it's more just the car resolution, the resolution, the cartoon yeah. action that sort of pays off all the work you did in part one. But would you say when it comes to the two part, two parts, would you say that, um, I mean, cause when it comes to Two Face, uh, the Two Face two parter, the the first one was so strong, oh, so, so strong. But then the second part, you kind of go, eh, you know. Would you say that this is a eh, or is it pretty a pretty good part two for what we saw in the first it's, one? It's a pretty good part yeah. two. This yeah. this is not one of those two parters. This is not like Two Face where part one is heads and shoulders above part two or feet of clay yeah. where a part two is just head and shoulders above part one. This okay. one feels of a piece. Yeah. Like it is what it, it is what it needs to be between part one and part two. I just noticed that pattern of lots of story in part one, lots of action in part two. Yeah. And I agree with that too, because when I was, taking notes and watching this i was like you know what i mean this is still pretty strong in my opinion because obviously we're getting a new <sighs> member when it comes to the bat family we're seeing her in action we're seeing a lot of her in action and of course being introduced um to basically all the other characters throughout um her new thing and uh and yeah i mean there's a lot of like you said there's a lot of good action and you know and the episode starts off with obviously we know that bruce is doing his matches balloon thing which is a uh, great uh, obviously we love the fact that 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 was happening in that in the first part and so robin is in the bat cave just kind of going like hey um i'm gonna go start checking out mr uh gil mason right here obviously we know that he ducked a little too early when it came to uh the drive-by that happened during the campaign for gordon and it was just kind of funny too because <laughs> i put like uh, 
because he's talking to Alfred and, you know, basically saying what he has to do. And then he grabs like a package and then he just tucks it into his tights. So I'm like, geez, how did he do that? Oh, <laughs> but tucks there, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. That is a thing in this animated series. They just yeah. reach behind, everything disappears, <laughs> disappears, disappears in the back. It, it, it's almost 66 in the way that Adam West could pull anything. <laughs> I mean, do you remember the bat shield from Batman oh, 66? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that that thing just a, it just appeared and disappeared from the back. I mean, that's just yeah. it's just a place. It's kind of like the grappling gun. The grappling yeah. gun always comes from the back, disappears yeah. in the back. You know, disappears. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a, but it's just kind of funny because he grabs his package and he just does a little maneuver where he just boop boop. There it goes back into the oblivion that is behind. That is that the cape, I guess, is going to cover. <laughs> you know? I know, right? <laughs> um, I love, however, how the episode also begins, like with the waves crashing on the yeah. cliffs below Wayne Manor made me think of that, that scene I love in Shazam where Shazam and Freddie are talking to the real estate agent about trying to find a lair <laughs> on the edge of a cliff. Yes. That'd be, you know, yeah. Yeah. With waves I, crashing. I, <laughs> wave crashing. Yeah, I know. So that's, what's great about the Shazam movies, but, uh, but yeah. And then of course, um, so he shows up. We have Gil, who's like at his place, and he's on his balcony and just kind of waiting the for a music. Call. And the music yes. is playing. Oh, Dude, oh, the, okay, music. the music. This was not Shirley Walker. <coughs> Excuse me. Still have a little yeah, bit left yeah. over from that from when I had this week, but it, it, not Shirley Walker. But there are moments in this episode that are almost like a silent movie for how much like they pull off that you know there's no dialogue there's no sound effects it's just yeah. the image set to the score and right now it's just this you know it's got that of the strings i mean there was this there was this beautiful haunting melody going on for this first part of the episode. And then there's a part when we get to it where I go, wow, listen to the score right here. It's interesting. And I made a note and I think you probably know what I'm talking about. I probably too. know what you're talking about. I yeah, because I wrote note. it down and I was like, man, like check out the score that's happening right now. But um, yeah, so Gil is, uh, you know, waiting for a phone call, obviously pacing back and forth nervously. And Robin shows up on, you know, the building, of course, like, uh, you know, that's above. Uh, he's looking down. And then, of course, Batgirl shows up, too. And it, it's kind of funny, too, because I <laughs> I love this trope where it's like, OK, so obviously she's on, you know, she's lower down and then he's like going to approach her. It's like Robin. Creepy way to get her attention by like walking up and doing this. Like, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay. I was like creepy. I, I even wrote creepy way to get her attention. He was going to creep up behind her and then what? Gr like touch her shoulder. It's like, dude, just be like, just say something and then just be there. You know, but it was like that whole thing. And then of course she turns around real quick and you know, cause Swipe she had, yes, she has some talent when it comes to all that. It's like, don't do that. Um, but then, of course, Robin, of course, takes the transmitter, the bat transmitter that we saw, of course, in the in the first part that Batman utilized to talk to. Uh, well, I mean, talk to Gordon, but this is just to mainly just, of course, listen. And I love this aspect, too, of the fact that it's like Robin's still kind of being like, you know, go, go, go home, kid, even though they're probably the same age. Like, go home, amateur, basically, like, get out of here. This is what I do. OK, get out of here. I got the toys. I got everything. And Batgirl just has binoculars and she figured out. 
where Gil is going to end oh, up yeah. going. Because we do this thing that people do in movies where <laughs> we're having a super secret phone conversation. Someone tells us a place and a time. Yeah. And we write it down, even though we're literally immediately leaving yeah. <laughs> to go to wherever it is. And we don't take the note with us. Yeah. And you hold it up. You know, right. you hold oh, yeah. it up too. So perfectly, she'd be able to see it. Yes. <laughs> but it's still kind of cool that it's like, all right, she figured it out too. And then I love how she just kind of, you know, she kind of puts her arms behind her back and kind of goes like, all right, well, you told me to like, I should just like leave. Then I guess I should. And blah, blah, blah. And he goes, hey, maybe, you know, there's some sense in you after all. Like she plays that whole card of like, all right, I'll listen to you, you know, big strong man kind of guy. And, uh, you know, I'll just, I'll stay out of this whole thing. But of course we know that that's all a ruse. Right, and uh, yeah, yeah. Which is fine. It's good. I mean, and that's what's so great about it. But you know what I like about this episode is like, you could tell, like, I mean, obviously, if you when we when we talk about obviously, you know, Babs and, and Dick and the, you know their whole relationship that kind of brews up, even like when it comes to source material, even in here, you see like the foundation of like, hey, there's some flirting happening here. There's some things in here they were like, oh yeah, setting some foundation of possibly something happening in the future, um, specifically when they're of course fighting and uh, later on. But I just love that she does that, and but she's also like. She she can't stand him at first, but at the same time, she's like, yeah, but it's Robin, for God's yeah. sake. At least, you know, it is Robin, you know, so. But I just I like the like, foundation. And I, and I like it, too, that, like, when she's going on her own, like, when she, I would love to know where she got the grappling hook from. She doesn't <laughs> have a gun. She just has, like, the core the and, the, and the, the rope and the hook. And But I also love that when she swings down on top of the trolley car, yeah, <laughs> excuse me. She doesn't quite land right, and and I like the fact that when she became Batgirl, she didn't suddenly magically become like this super trained crime fighter. Like she still goofs up. She doesn't have all the toys, and she doesn't, you know, she doesn't do everything perfectly in this episode, which I, which I appreciated. Yeah, you have to have those little elements, and she literally tells herself, "You got to work on that landing, girl." You know, and it's like, yeah, you know, that's that's one of the things. Like, I mean, we saw that in the Batman. I mean, remember that that horrible landing that he, when you watch when he's after he does the fly suit thing. I mean, that thing is just like, ooh. I mean, that everybody was always talking about like how it's like, yeah, this is a two year Batman. He's still trying to figure out even how to land on certain occasions, and it's like that is a uh, that one hurts. That one hurts when you when you watch it. So then of course they show up to this subway station and uh, two faces there. Um, and we got, you know, matches Malone, which well, of course we know who that is. And we got Gil right there. And basically Gil um, doesn't know who this person is. And then of course he gets kind of testy with, two-face which is funny because he's like you brought me down here to id some guy like what like what are you doing here two-face what are you doing oh uh, but i love how he calls him harvey because harvey, it actually yes. it, it very if you have to be paying attention but very subtly you realize that harvey and gill <coughs> knew each other yeah like harvey basically got gill his position at the police department so then that understands why gill would associate with Two-Face, well, because he knew him back when he was the DA. Yeah. And I like the fact that, yeah, he say, calls him by Harvey and even, and then Two-Face is like, don't call me that. Like he just flat out says, do not call me that. 
And then, uh, yeah, of course, uh, and then we hear about all that. And then, and then, of course, uh, Two Face is just like he—he he wants to just, hey, I'm I'm getting Nancy here. I, let's get the job done sooner than expected. You you know, telling Gil that you'll you'll probably be commissioner tomorrow because we're getting this shit done quicker. Because yeah, Harvey, maybe he's bored. He's antsy. I don't know. Well, he but, says that too many people are like poking around. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, you gotta think about you know you've got Batgirl. He even says you know you got the Batgirl showing up. You got this yeah. guy, you know, poking around asking questions. I mean, to Harvey, to Two Face's credit, he's like, okay, the heat is on. The heat is on. Um, let's let, let's <laughs> let's get this over with. Yeah, let's get it over with. And then, of course, um, you know, obviously Robin's there, and he's been tying people up. He even, uh, you know, he's trying to do his stealthy thing. And then, of course, Batgirl again. Being that she's not a professional, she uh, trips over uh, one of the guys tied up and then falls onto Robin, who's holding a smoke bomb. And of course, yeah, that rolls out. <laughs> of course, it, and it rolls out. But at least it rolled out perfectly <laughs> to to you know ignite the whole thing right there, and then uh, to to cause a distraction because obviously Mr. Matches Malone was kind of in a tough spot. And uh, when the shooting started, all of a sudden you hear the voice of Robin. Watch out, you know, and then Two Face goes, Robin, you know, and he's like, and I love that too, or because obviously Matches Malone being tied up, or Bruce being tied up, falls onto the tracks and he's like underneath the platform. And then of course, you know, you have that 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 commercial, you know, that edge of your seat commercial, like that commercial cliffhanger where oh, it's yeah. like, hey, he's Rob. If you said he's Robin, that means you're <laughs> you know, and then of course we have this huge, you know machine gun gunfight going on the subway station and then our musical score is like right i wrote that that's the that's what i was talking about i'm like music is very jazzy it's like i'm like whoa i'm like listen to this score right now i'm liking it but i'm like wow yeah. I mean, yeah, it, like, it's like all of a sudden we hit a nightclub. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like it got interesting. I mean, I, I and I and I dug it. I dug it. But yeah, when we were talking about the score earlier, I'm like, yeah, there, there's some interesting choices when it came to this right here. And I was like, all right, cool. I dig I it. Could, I, I could stand to hear that more often in this yeah. series because I liked I liked it right there. It's like yeah. I mean normally they go so symphonic and dramatic, but they do jazz. Finger like, popping, man. It was just like ding, 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 ding. just like mm, 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 mm. and you're like, yeah man, get him, get him, get him. And then of course uh Mr. Mad Dog, uh who we got acquainted with with the last one, you know, and of course he's um after they get away and they're like, all right, drop some grenades right there and boom, everything blows up and we all love the explosions and Batman the animated um uh yeah, batman the animated stream so uh stream uh series and then uh i'm trying to read well, my stream next loves them too i mean let's yeah the stream well, we love them too of course but uh rob and uh, i see oh yeah and then of course it's like <laughs> so when that's all said and done then we have this nice little exchange of like uh you know bruce goes i see you brought a date <laughs> and then he goes what are you talking about? I thought she was with you. She has your taste in clothing, you know, and it's like that little nice little, you know, back and forth right there. And then, of course, she's like, ah, oh, yes. And she loves that she sees the bat suit. And then he's like starting to take off. You know, you all do you mind? There's <laughs> like this moment of like, OK, after we just had a shootout and we just took on some bad guys, there's like this kind of, you know, 
bat family moment of like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, can you turn your head? I mean, he's going to get dressed. And even though he's like almost like, you know, he's already has the shirt off. But I just love how you go, do you mind? mind? Yeah. So it's cool. And I love the fact that and I was like, oh, yeah, obviously, that's what's in the uh, uh, that's what Robin was carrying. He had it tucked tucked behind him, right? The, exactly. The, the whole, this whole, the whole bat costume, even the boots. Okay. <laughs> the boots, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, uh, but I, but what I do love though, is when we cut back to mad dog and two face and Gil, I, you know, I love the fact that mad dog threw the grenades and, and, and two face is like, well, the grade, the grenades probably got them, but yeah. just in case. And I'm like, thank you. I appreciate yeah. a bad guy that just doesn't leave it completely to chance. It's like exactly, yeah, because too many bad guys do that. But it's like, all right, yeah, let's 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 double check. Let's let's double back on this and make you know it is Batman for fuck's sake. I mean, it's Batman and Robin, so why not? So yeah, that's yeah, that is good. And then, uh, um, and then of course, I love how Batman goes like he should have known his two face because it was a perfect two part plan. And it's like, yeah, I mean, I like that aspect is the fact that it's like two face is always like thinking in twos and whatnot. So, you know, even Batman, I thought, that, like, was, I thought that was a little bit of a stretch. Honestly. You thought that was a little bit of a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but I mean, they had to put it in there. Right. Because it's just like, but I just like the fact that Batman didn't know that it was two face and he was kind of like, you know, kicking himself in the ass for it. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that, that was a little, that was a little 66 for me. <laughs> and then of course, uh, they still want, uh, you know, they, they're still going shoe back girl shoe, you know, and even Batman just kind of goes like, Hey, this is, um, what does he say right here? He says like, this is more than just a co- uh, uh, This is more than a costume and an attitude, you know? So there's just kind of like, Hey, you know, we are the we we've been doing this for a bit and we don't we don't need like an extra somebody you're going to get yourself hurt kind of thing so let go 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 but of course we know that what's driving her is the fact that it's like well uh gordon is going to end up getting killed by by uh two-face so i love how she you know you know it's like a dramatic moment of like do you think they're gonna you know it's like that whole thing where she still wants to be like hey i have to help this is my dad but i can't say it's my dad kind of thing yeah you know so a nice little scene after the whole ruse of like you know do you mind <laughs> right before the does that sound like a train <laughs> like no that's actually water no that's water not. yeah and i and that's actually one of the parts that like when i think about shadow of that part two it's the water and the tr- like. I couldn't even remember it be. I didn't even remember it being in an underground train station. I, I just remember, remember the flooding. Like, yeah, all, the flooding is always so clear to me about this episode. Because let's be honest, there's a lot of water in this episode. There's a lot of water, a lot of water, and you're not going to have Aquaman show up and you know throw down his trident and stop the thing. <laughs> not like that. You're not going to have that. So obviously, yeah, there's some things that happen. And then, but then of course it's uh, you know Batgirl helps Robin get out of the water, which helps because it's like, oh yeah, there's hope for you yet. So. You know, she starts winning them over right here, I guess you could say. And uh, but OK, so this, there's an interesting moment that hap- happens right here with a grappling gun, because obviously it's like, all right, the water and then there's more water. And it's just like the water just keeps coming. But then they're like, all right. So there's like a spot right there where what does Batman put into his grappling gun? It's like some kind of sticky something or probably some he- C4. Is that what it was that blew up that whole thing? Yeah, so, I mean, like- he's he's got he's got some. 
I mean, Batman has had in various iterations, he's had plastic explosives. Yeah. Uh, okay. So that's you know, okay. I had a feeling, but I was, I wanted to get your opinion on that. That's what I thought it was. It's like, okay. you know, C4 technically needs something to like, you know, you know, detonate it. But so yeah. I, I assumed it was something that would, you know, explode on contact, you know, <laughs> It's the fucking gum from First Mission Impossible. Red light, yeah. green red light, light, green light. <laughs> yes, yeah. it don't was red light, it. green light. Yeah. Oh yeah, they need to bring that. I hope they bring that back in the new in the newer ones. If they're bringing Kintridge, Kintridge back, back. Bring, bring the gum back because Kintridge doesn't like that fucking gum. If you watch that first movie, he does not like that gum. And speaking of water, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> oh man, goddamn, I love that first movie. Oh, anyway, that first movie so good. Yeah, so good. Anyways, um, but yeah. So I was like, all right. And I was wondering, I was like, okay. Cause at first it seems like it's like, all right, is he trying to do something where it sticks to the, to the ceiling of the, uh, the, the, the tunnel and then something just blows up. And I was like, oh yeah, but yeah, it probably is something that is, you know, what you, what we were talking about, some kind of C4 or something like that. And then of course I love the fact that it's like always bring a spare. So then of course Robin has his grappling gun and they let Batgirl go up first. And I love the fact that he gives the, uh, Hey, here's some batarangs just some case. Some shit goes down up there. <laughs> yeah, do that, You know, here's some batarangs. And, uh, and I like that. And then of course, more water just comes crashing through and kind of takes them out. And it's like, yep. So she is on her own. And now Batman and Robin are like, all right, we're still going to get out of this water situation. Yeah. Now, is this the point where we jump to Gordon in his cell eating his yes. dinner? And, and oh, yeah. But you got fucking Bullock, Bullock with his slimy oh. goddamn pizza. You know? <laughs> it's already on his shirt. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, God damn, dude. I mean, first off, like, did you just ask for triple cheese um, or what the hell? I mean, this thing is like it, they don't even make it. They, they don't even make this is how grotesque they want to make Bullock is they make pizza look gross. <laughs> That's a feat. That is a feat. And yeah. then, of course, Gordon's like, when I'm reinstated, make sure the first thing I do is do something with the food in this place. Exactly. And then, now, but, even, however, and, but the plan, <clears throat> me, but the plan is great because I mean, I, I, what I love about when they uh, they they blast a wall, you know, two faces goons blast a wall in the cell. They rescue Gordon from jail, and of course, drop the thorn hint. I love the look on Bullock's face because Bullock has been like in Jim's corner, and even this kind of rattles. Bullock like Bullock doesn't know how to process this information he doesn't he doesn't and then you see like when uh after this when you see like uh people like the the uh like Summer Gleason and, and all the fucking media is like right there and Bullock and they're asking Bullock and just being like like you know hey does this change your mind on Gordon's innocence and blah 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 and you got all these and fucking Bullock is about to lose his shit you know even when he like goes back into the police station and he charges through the room he is angry he is so freaking angry about what is happening right there so yeah yeah i mean it's it's yeah uh you you, you feel bad for bullock even though like it's like are oh, you fucking pig <laughs> you know but so, <laughs> you know but it, but he is i mean that's that that's what that's what we love about the whole Gordon and Bullock dynamic is like, you know, of course, he's always going to be on his side. He's been on his side. And then when something like this happens, it's like he feels like he messed up. He was supposed to protect him, maybe or something or make sure he was uh, th th nothing like this would happen. And and sure enough, it does. And but yeah, talk about talk about an intense moment, though, when you see the tick, 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 
tick, tick, tick, tick, and they put it right on the the you know the window seal or like the uh, where the window is with the bars, and it's just you see it. <gasps> you know, it's like one of those things. And it's like Jesus Christ, man, intense. It gets it's pretty intense when you hear that ticking. Yeah, I I, I did, however, stop to wonder like where did all that debris go? Oh, <laughs> yeah. shrapnel. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh yeah, I know. There's a good chance that Gordon might not even survive that at, at some point. But then, of course, um, uh, yeah. And then, and then you see the police station. Obviously, there's things happening. And then uh, somebody who's working in there is uh, gotten a phone call and is like, "Hey, you want to hear about Gordon's breakup or breakout or whatever the hell?" Blah, blah. And then it's Batgirl that's on the other line, and she goes, "Breakout." And then it's like, "God damn, talk about like an intense another cliffhanger commercial break." moment they got him they got him and then she's just like she has the most like frightened look on her face like she is like oh my god they got my dad they got him this is what i we were trying to prevent from happening and it happened so yeah it was a one of those you know uh, okay now you're gonna see a a couple commercials for uh cereal and uh action figurines uh which was always uh what was shown on those anyways um uh, and then, of course, yeah, we have all that. And then we get back to Batman and Robin in the uh, stuck in a subway car kind of thing where it's like, all right, how are we going to get out of this? Well, Batman's just going to swim underneath, turn on the subway car, and it's going to go, right? Well, he doesn't really turn on as more as he just he just takes off the brake. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's that, so much that. It's like, all right, the brake is on, maybe it'll start moving, which it does, it's like, cool. But then, of course, it just comes crashing through a solid concrete wall, I mean, there's a lot of pressure behind it, Scott. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Um, I I found that one a little hard to believe, but I'll yeah. go with it. You know. It's, yeah, yeah. Depends on how fine. well those subway cars were built back in the day. That's like, true. They are made of like solid, solid. I don't know, titanium. <laughs> it's like, hey, as long as it gets through, and then they, they, and it stops just enough for them to get out before they, you know, uh, before Batman pulls off a handle, wraps it around his rope because they don't have any more grappling guns. Remember, yeah, those are all gone. Yeah, so you have to improvise. So pull off a handle for from the door, wrap your rope around it, and then use that to swing away safely. Right. Right. <laughs> And then, of course, they uh, I forgot they overheard him talking about the wharf or something because they knew where to go. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I always remember that line. Glass not far. I hate I hate wet shoes. running in wet, wet shoes. shoes. <laughs> yes, that stuck out. Of, there's two things that stuck out that line and then something that shows up at the end that really stuck out for me in this episode where I was like, it's interesting. And, you know, but yeah, the, the, the whole like, I hate running in wet shoes, you know, but see, I but always I'm like, remember that as a kid like that. Yeah. You know, especially as he does like the little like, you know, the little shake as he's like running. It's like, exactly. Because wet shoes. Yeah. Walking or running in wet shoes is always like it's a pain in the ass. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, not waterproof. But then again, they were underneath. Yeah. OK. We, we don't have to go to the logistics of that. But um, so uh, and then, of course, um, where are we at right here? Um, yeah, they do that. And then at Leah and then we have um, obviously we have Gordon that where, where they're going to be going. And then he's talking to Mason. I love I love the line where he goes where he's like totally just going like, what the fuck, Gil? And then he goes, at least I can see his bad half. And I'm like, that was a great line. That's a good line that Gordon says, because, you know, obviously the double, you know, thing like that, where like he got stabbed in the back by Gil. And it's like he says that about Two-Face. I love that. It's like you piece of scum. I'm like, yeah, yeah 
Yeah, that line would have been something else in a movie, but okay. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love how he says that right there. And then, of course, um, and then, you know, Gil just being like this, that guy. And he goes, ah, don't worry about about Barbara. I'll keep an eye on her kind of thing. It's like, Ugh, you're just really just laying it on thick here, aren't you, Gil? It's yeah, like, as you see him on. slide a magazine yeah. into, into, his, into his like. Well, that's probably like a 45 or something. I'm yeah, not something, sure. I don't know. But it like, but it's like, man, dude, you really just want to lay it on thick right here. You're really enjoying yourself, aren't you? And then, of course, uh, Batgirl uh, swings in, throws a, like a little smoke bomb thing, and then, uh, you know, tries to get, uh, of course, Gordon out of there, and which she's successful. And I love the whole, like, Batgirl, I presume, you know? That's <laughs> the way, like, James, like, says that, you know? And uh, do playing that whole thing. And then, and then of course, Batman and Robin end up showing right there too. And then they take on the, the goons and everything. And then the flirtation continues because obviously, you know, when, when back, when Batgirl has Gordon, like, you know, they're on the other side of like a wall or whatever the fuck. And then she peeks out and then Robin just goes, miss me, you know? And it's like one of those things where it's like, ah, look at you too. Ah, she's a big smile on her face too. Exactly. Exactly. And then she tells, you know, Gordon that, Hey, I think everything's going to be okay. But, you know, it's just the little flirtations that you see in here. But then, of course, we get a little, um, uh, you know, obviously when Batman shows up and then like the goons start doing it. What What is up with the dude that just starts going huh, oh, huh. like what? Like what? <laughs> I don't know. It kind of reminds me of that, like that, like knife goon at the end of Batman 89 at the top yeah. of the bell tower. Mm-hmm. The one's yeah. yeah exactly i mean i guess maybe that was a little throwback or something like that i don't know it was just i don't know but he was just like okay <laughs> good you know let's see what happens you know bold strategy let's see what happens um but then of course you know when two-face and batman go at it i mean he gets a good shot into batman with a headbutt oh, at God, least yes, he, does. he felt that one too it's like <sighs> and he's like Ugh! like whoa Man, because obviously he was like, "Oh, like hands, hands." Use my head. Why not? You know. And then he, and then that's when he starts like running away. He's about to get away, and of course, Batman, you know, takes the batarang. He's like, "Yeah." And I know the the silver silver dollar. And I'm like, I'm like, of course, there's like that there. I mean, uh, yeah, there's something like that there because it's two faced. But then, like, when the silver dollar falls on him. The animation literally shows him flatten out. That is the other thing besides the wet boots that really stood out for me in this episode. It's the fact that fact that you see you literally see Two Face go when it lands on him, it goes whoo, and it flattens him out like a cartoon. <laughs> He's not Wiley Coyote. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, I've never at, le- at least that's yeah. a, at least that maybe explains how he survives versus the time we saw the penny. It yes. almost got him, and we just heard the clang, and we were like, "Yeah, that goon's dead." Yeah, and then of course, uh, you know, the little quip from Gordon that goes like, uh, "Yeah, to a coin flips two face." Okay, <laughs> like he's just looking at the irony here, and he's like, "Yes." But then, uh, then of course, Gil gets away, gets that way on a boat, and uh, Batgirl is going to go after him. We're going to have the final show, little showdown here, and that's the clip that I wanted to. Uh, show on today's episode because i thought all right it's a cool little uh scene right here and uh let's kind of uh do commentary over that so let me get it up right here all right so because obviously you know she's still fresh she's still a fresh crime fighter so they're worried about that they're worried about like oh man she's gonna take on 
him by herself? Well, let's see what happens with that. Out there. Out there. On her own. Dude, the music's great. I I love that girl scene. Great scene, yeah. It's a great little scene right here. It's like, what are you doing, Gil? You're going to shoot at your own boat, you idiot. And then the whole reveal right here. I love this. Yeah. Barbara? Barbara? It's you. It made a difference. I love that line. Yes. I didn't know it was you. Wouldn't it have made a difference? And then kicks him right in the face. Yes, you should have. But, you know, being the noble crime fighter that she is. Hey, at least she got him. And I thought that was pretty cool. He's all knocked out. Unconscious. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, Lady Liberty, I get what you're trying to show there. Wait, something good. I don't know. Maybe it was something like that. I don't know. But, you know, just show uh, show the Gotham Statue of Liberty or whatever the hell they have. I think it's I think it's Lady Freedom. I think Lady Freedom. There you go. I think that's it. (laughs) But then, of course, we have. Yeah. And then it ends with this whole like thing of like, you know, Gordon, of course, is like, hey, you know, Batgirl is as welcome as Batman and Robin. By the way, Gil's in a coma. Yes. And he's still indicted. Still Still indicted. indicted. Still indicted. And he's going to stay in a coma because he actually knows who Batgirl is. <laughs> That's true. I did not think about that. I did not think about that. That is a good. Yeah, I know. And then we never hear from Gil again, do we? No. And yeah. and and uh, and Batgirl may be always welcome in Gotham City, but it's also a little frightening that we only of the original run of episodes, we only get one more Batgirl appearance. That's very true. That is very true enough. But I do like when, you know, obviously Bruce and Dick are there and they, they talk about, I mean, they, it's like, it's funny because they know, they know it's almost like, yeah, yeah, we know who it is. It's, we saw the red hair. We got the red head right here. I think well, we, uh, it's, it's later confirmed. Dick never knew. Really? Bruce knew. Okay. Bruce figured well, it out. Bruce knew, but it's just the way that they talk right there. They, it makes it seem like they knew. And I even, of course, Barbara talks about her, you know, like she goes like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Or I forgot exactly what she says, but yeah, it's just, you know, I mean, obviously they're just going, all right, yeah, we're going to see some more Batgirl in the future. But like you said, only like one more time in this like first little run, huh? I know. And it, it, it was just like, yeah. oh, really? And actually, I it's not in production <laughs> order, but in uh, air date order, it was the last, uh, the, the, the next and a Batgirl episode was the last episode aired. What? That's crazy. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, yeah, it, it is interesting because we're almost getting through this first little run right here, this first season. Uh, what, how, how many episodes are in this? The first uh, one? 60, 60 something. 60 something. Yeah. yeah. We've got one, two, three. Yeah. I think it's 68. I think, I think it's 68 to get us to the end of season one or so we're about 10 so, episodes away almost. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, yeah, but you know, but but the introduction for her is great, and the timing is weird. <laughs> I mean, talk about the timing. Don't blame us for you know for for this at least, but it's just it is a weird timing that uh, they, that we got there. And uh, hey, we got Mama Film Junkie showing up. Hey, how's it going? Um, happy birthday! It was her birthday yesterday, by the way, everybody. Oh, um, she's twenty five, right? Yeah, she's twenty five. That's right. Yeah, she is. 
and uh but she's up in montana of course with her uh with her best friend and that's uh she took a little trip so hopefully she's having a good time and uh, we'll celebrate your birthday when you get back mom uh so thank you for showing up uh on the streams even though you're up in montana i appreciate that love you um but anyways what do we got next week blind as a bat Ooh, storm where uh bruce wayne kind of loses his sight a little bit huh uh, yeah and another penguin episode another so, penguin episode yeah i am going to be interested to revisit this episode because Me right too. now i've said the penguin hasn't had a lot of strong solo episodes and the mechanic so far has been the strongest. I will be interested to revisit that evaluation after giving Blind as a Bat another showing. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because, like, the only thing that that I'm like when I think about this episode, the only thing I'm I, I, that I think about from this episode is Bruce sitting in a chair in his robe with like you know a bandage around his eyes. You know, that's the only thing I'm like remembering from this as of right now. I'm sure I'll, obviously when I'm watching, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. But right now, that's the only the only frame that I'm seeing is is Bruce like sitting in his robe, comfy. And having the bandage around his eyes, like the whatever the hell around his eyes. So we'll see. But yeah, make sure you guys watch that. That's what we'll be talking about next week. And uh, any uh, final thoughts when it comes to Shadow of the Bat part two or even part one? It's a girl. It's a girl. Yes, it's a bat girl. And uh, man, talk about. I mean, again, I, I just can't believe the timing. I mean, it's I like, know. what the fuck? It's just so weird. So weird, but uh, we'll see what happens and uh, when it comes to all that. But uh, all right, guys, I uh, appreciate you guys watching. Go ahead, Scott. Do your send off. Well, of course, you can find me on Twitter at ScottDC27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squadcast, wherever podcasts can be found. We're in Vero, Facebook, YouTube, and the entire Nick Griff shows can be found at our website at squadcastmedia.com. There it is. All right, guys, make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Wish Mama Film Junkie a happy uh, day uh, after birthday. Um, and then, of course, uh, yeah, hit that like thumbs and uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Become a member if you want to become a member. Patreon's down there. All the links provided down below for all the sock meds to follow me on. And we'll see you guys uh, next Sunday. Same bat time, same bat channel. Talking about blind as a bat. And uh, it should be another fun one. All right, guys. Talk to you later.